Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The home of the Red Sox. 93.7 WEEI-FM and HD1. Lawrence, Boston. Brought to you by DuckDuckGo. Search and browse more privately. Download the free DuckDuckGo app today. We're always live on the free Odyssey app. Kendrick Bourne after the Patriots' double-digit loss at home on Thursday night football to Josh Allen and the Bills. And those would be words that, generally speaking, would get you cut, released, or traded. None of that happened, so maybe Andy Hart's on to something that Bourne and Belichick are actually not that far apart when it comes to dealing with each other after last season. He is one of many people on this roster that you just said, breakout long-shot guy that could get 1,200 yards he is someone that will be, if the Patriots are good, meaning, you know, double-digit wins, mm-hmm. he'll be a guy that you look back and like, wow, okay, did not expect that. That was, well, you can say I expected that. but Well, and people expected it last year, if you remember. There was a lot of momentum on Kendrick Bourne because he had career highs in catches, yards, tied it for touchdowns, I think, in the first year with McDaniels. People, old friend Mutt was hyping him up as like poor man's Debo, even born bought into the Debo idea like he was a, a Debo type player. And then last year hit and the bottom fell out of the offense and for him personally with Patricia, the whole thing. But if he gets back there, why not? It's not like, I mean, unless D-Hop arrives and I'm I'm actually proud of us for getting like two hours in and I not know. like using the, uh, what's his name? My old host, James. Mark James, oh, yeah. low-hanging fruit. Uh, Do you want D-Hop? Like, throw it out there and just, you know, seed the water. But Chris Frail. Un- yes. Unless D-Hop is here, the wide receiver position is wide open. <laughs> Ironically, it's not. Write that down. Um, there's no reason he couldn't be your number one receiver. Right. I, I mean, Juju's supposed to be probably your number one receiver, but... He is going to be El Dutto, Juju. He is not... I, I have such little faith in him. I That was another example. It, it has to be personal with Bill and Mac because Jacoby Myers was Mac's favorite target. But for whatever reason, if you're undrafted or you're, you know, uh, back of the, you know, back of the draft guy, it takes Bill Belichick to be like, you have to be Tom Brady to really overcome being the 199th pick in the draft to actually get money. And I don't think it's just Bill. I actually think it's that's an NFL thing. 
once you are scouted and we have a file and you run this 40 and this is what we think of you, this is what we think of you. You're like, ah, that must have been an aberration in that system why you succeeded there. I'm not going to overpay you. I think guys get labeled and stamped certain things because Jacoby Myers, on a team that had plenty of issues in the passing game, just did Belichick. What does Belichick always say? I just ask you to get open and catch the ball. That's all he did. Yep. Now, it may not be glamorous or highlights, and remember he struggled to get in the end zone for a while in his career, that whole thing, but he did what you asked him to do, and then you clearly had no interest in re-signing him and keeping your quarterback with at least his one known commodity moving forward. Juju's sexier. Oh, run after catch, and oh, he had 1,400 yards in Pittsburgh next to A.B., and... Right, but look at what he's done when he hasn't had a Hall of Fame quarterback playing at that level. Right, nothing. So, I'm with you. I'm I'm on the down of him. But all of the teams, not just the Patriots, but in this case, players that perform here with the quarterback and the coach and all of the surrounding issues, we all of a sudden just say, okay, thanks for what you did, goodbye, we'll bring in this unknown. Right, who's hurt? Right, it's just... I don't know. There's a lot of things that Bill gets that I will never understand about the intricacies. You know, he can talk about the art of war and all that other nonsense. But when it comes to just specifically, whether it was Jerry Judy or Jacoby Myers, people that the quarterback is comfortable with, either from college or the pros, you elect to not target that. And you bring in a guy who, with the best player on the planet, had a good season, not great. The Chiefs, who said, okay, God bless you, thanks. You know, you had a couple big catches, you know, big one against, uh, I think it was the, so the Bills game, I don't know, I was watching the uh, Netflix quarterback, you'll like it. I'm going to watch it. How many episodes am I committing to? It's eight. I've watched about an episode hour? and a half. 40 uh, minutes? Yeah, about an hour. Okay. But it I is, I find it, I, I, I like it as much for the players as it is for the people in the surrounding, you know, whether it's the wives or the oh, kids. So Brittany Mahomes, you really but, well, you get know, a lot of her. I have to say, Courtney said you'll you'll like her more. Eh, I don't know if I'll say that. Um, it's just a funny, I, I have to say this as a Brady guy, nobody will doubt that. I love Patrick Mahomes. Thank you. I love the guy. You should. I, I just, what he said at the end of the last season where he talked about not getting the most money and. He is the rightful heir to the throne, and I don't know whether he'll get there. He's got a long way to go. People like to, you know, crown him, you know. Well, he deserves a crown. He's the best player in football, and he's going to go down as one of the greatest quarterbacks ever. I don't know if he'll be the GOAT or chase the Super Bowls, but he's already on that obvious path. And you know what? People miss this, and I have for a long time. The closer Mahomes gets, the better it is for the Brady people because the more they talk about Tom. Yes, if Tom is, you know, how many people in the NHL bring up Wayne Gretzky is arguably not being the... It's Wayne Gretzky. Right. In the basketball, it's Michael Jordan. I know LeBron likes to talk about it. It's Michael Jordan. So, if it's close, if LeBron, you know, wins again with Bronny or whatever, you know, that means that there is more love and support. It's actually the greatest compliment because the more a guy wins, the more they talk about who the guy you think is the greatest. So... I think Mahomes is, I, I hated him. I hate his brother. He's a pain in the ass. I wasn't a big fan of his hate wife. Him. But his parents seem to be awesome and supportive. And yeah. it, his whole demeanor on this show and the way he carries himself, the only thing he cares about is Super Bowls. Yeah, he did it the other night at the ESPYs when he collected the player of the year or whatever. He ended with, like, we, we report for training camp next week and 
I'm ready to do this again. We're looking to be back up here and do this. But, like, he is he's the closest thing to Brady as a competitor. Right. Like, and mixed with, I'm sure there's other guys that are equally as competitive. They're just not as talented as Brady and Mahomes and have the ability to actually do it. But you're so right because I don't think he'll catch Brady. Like, I don't think that's actually a bold take or breaking news. And that will make Brady's greatness even greater because right. you're going to watch Mahomes for the next six, eight, ten years now moving forward. He might get to four or he might get to five. And you're going to say, wow, this guy's as good as I think you can be. And he's still two or three from Tom Brady. Right. Like, put into perspective how Tom Brady's greatness was. So, but you also left out and talking, circling back to Juju, who was with Mahomes last year, with Andy Reid, who I think we've now accepted as one of the great offensive coaches in the history of football. Without a doubt. And he also had Travis Kelsey, a legitimate. Hall of Fame caliber number one option. So he had the greatest quarterback, the greatest coach for him, and an elite option, not necessarily Antonio Brown, but an elite option that defenses, and he just kind of blended in and got his where he could get his. So does he have the greatest quarterback this year? No. Does he have the greatest offensive coach? No. Might have a good offensive coach, but not the greatest. No. And I don't even know who you'd say is the number one option opposite him, Parker, or Bourne, or... No, whoever he doesn't. Ken would tell you Gasecki. Yeah, and Ken would be wrong. Does has Ken listened at all? In all seriousness, have you guys listened when Fourier talks about Gasecki and his? He's got a source inside the Dolphins organization that the scouting reports they had on him, like how he only wants to run straight down the field. He's soft. He'll go down as soon as he catches the ball. If there's an option to pick up a first down or get out of bounds, he's going to go out of bounds. Like really, kind of questionable football character. Coming out of Miami, yeah, and uh, that's your guy. You're gonna uh, well, build the offense around. Oh, he's a he's a unicorn. I heard that too. He's like a unicorn freak of nature. What? Can we stop with the unicorns? Yeah, that's Shohei Porzingis. Otani is a unicorn. I thought it was Porzingis. Okay, and Porzingis and Bayama and, <laughs> and Britney Spears. No, um, but Ken, just so you feel better about your take, last year he said that Devontae Parker was a top ten receiver in the NFL. No, he didn't. Hand to God. Did he really? Yes, on this very Not show. Not even Fitzy would say something that optimistically stupid. So they traded for him, and because Ken was so wrong about everything. Top 10? Yes. Is I don't he, think, is I don't he think, top 30? Is he top think, 40? I don't even know where you would... Holy crap. I don't think he's a top 10 receiver in Massachusetts. Uh, definitely not. There's some good high school talent. Wiggy has one of them on his team. He's Brockton. going to uh, Pitt. Right. So <laughs> I uh, watched him play. He plays at a different speed than all 21 other kids on the field. Right. So why can't we get people like that at BC? But um, it's a fair point. If there's a great player in Brockton that's going to Pitt. Why isn't he going to BC? That's a very good question. That's a good argument for you to make for your school. Thank you. Tell your athletic director when you figure out his name. <laughs> exactly. All right, we're talking Pats. What do you guys think about the season? We'll get to – D-Hop is officially not coming to the Patriots from my perspective, not official in the NFL, but I do not believe that he will be signing here. And that pisses you off. It does. It's frustrating as hell, and I don't get it, and it ties into what Andy Hart discussed in the first hour. We'll do that coming up next, but first, here's Brazoka with What's Trending. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Get Boston Sports Original on the go wherever you go. Just download the Odyssey app. We're right back to it. Ken and Curtis on WEEI. What is this? I don't know. I just had got a suggestion from uh, one of my friends. Oh, I like it. This is a rejoin. Feels hey, like... speaking of music, it says smooth operator, Enzo. Who's right. Enzo? That, right. That's what it says on YouTube. I'm just reading here. Oh, all right. Well, I feel like I am waiting on hold to hear from uh, JetBlue. You're, uh, you're a big wig around here. Oh, yeah. That's what I hear. You're on the morning show, very popular morning show yeah, that's I, I, uh, celebrating have, its ratings of late on the significant uptick. Yeah, up and uh, 60% or so. 10, look at two you. In, 10 2 in June, not bad. Okay, so I, I need you to get me something. Yeah. I'm going to say it on the air to put pressure on you. Love it. So I texted Ken apparently way too late the other day. Can you get me in the box for Morgan Wallen, Fenway Park, August? Oh. August? Just two seats. I just need two. Two seats. Two Morgan, Morgan Wallen, Fenway Park. Done. I don't need to be in the box, actually. Anywhere in Fenway Park. Get me standing room only. I want to see it. I will. I. You have my word. I'll get that. You heard promise. that? Fenzio, yep. Franzio. What's his name yeah, again? Franzio Wine. <laughs> that you, uh, you got that promise. Chris Curtis, a big swing and you know what around here. <laughs> with an emphasis on the you know what part. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I am a giant one of those. Not an actual person. But so, uh, yeah, Morgan Wallen. Funny story about Morgan Wallen. He's a racist. Um, I don't know anything about him. You remember when he got canceled? Oh, good. Because he said, get my N-word some love tonight or something on somebody's ring door cam. Holy now he's the most popular artist on the planet. <laughs> Look at that. What a bounce back. Um, <laughs> Only in America. The, uh, when I was in Nashville for the Greg Hill Foundation golf event a couple yep. months ago, or about a month ago, uh, he has a girlfriend that he's dating or his wife or someone that is one of the top music artists in country music. So oh, yeah, she think... performed at a place and like Greg's there just showing, you know, Greg's on social media. I don't know if you've ever seen it. He's on Instagram a little bit. A little bit. Uh, and Courtney sees who Greg is filming on his Instagram story and loses her mind because this woman, who I don't even know who it is now, was the number one artist in the country at that point, And she's dating Morgan Wallen. It was this whole to do. So mm. six degrees of Morgan Wallen. Long story to say. Nashville, great town. Oh, definitely. Um, I have. I would absolutely do Nashville for a Titans Pats game the way they did a couple years ago. Absolutely. The setup, the footbridge to the stadium cool. from Broadway is awesome. The only thing, where is the new stadium going? Because they're building a new. It's nearby, so it's similar setup. My guess is yes. You still can walk from Broadway to the game and yeah, be drunk Nissan and didn't look that old, but I guess it must no, be. It's, it's like Gillette. It's they're, very similar to Gillette. They're looking to get a Super Bowl there because they've been building up a bunch of the infrastructure with the hotels. They it would be a good Super Bowl. City. It would be a because it's a fun city. The old, my only complaint about it as the get off of my lawn is it's exploded. It used to be a more 
hidden jewel kind of city. Now it's just blown up and every everything is there and the construction and the whole thing. I, I have to say this. It ruined barbecue for me because I had brisket at this place, Martin's Barbecue. Mm-hmm. It was the greatest thing I've ever eaten. And there's a lot of great barbecue places around here that I used to go to that I've had brisket that I thought was good. Nope. It's like going to Olive Garden and then going to Italy, Italy and then coming back to Olive Garden. It's God loves I mean, it's great. Breadsticks are still good. Right. But. And the salad. <laughs> anyway, speaking of Olive Garden, let's go to our Italian oh boy. friend, Danny and Quincy. Good morning, Danny. How are you? Well, Curtis, I'm, I'm so glad you, you got on my uh, Brian Flores uh, succession rant there because you heard it here from – you heard it first from me when I – when I was upset that they let the guy go, yep, let me they didn't make him notes. an offer to yep, stay. Because he was the best defensive coordinator they had since Cornell. And yeah, but he became a head I, coach. I would, Why was he going to stay? You wanted him to be the replacement, the heir? Well, no. Yes, the, the heir to Belichick. And, I, and I, I'll advocate this. If Belichick, uh, if, the, if the team on the field is dysfunctional as they were last year, we have to see how, what, what the reasons were. But now they got, uh, what's his name, Judge. There's no more excuses, Okay. For Mac Jones or Belichick or anybody else, I'd be the first one to advocate Belichick get fired and hire Brian Flores. It has nothing to do with his race either. The guy's a good freaking coach. I think he's okay? a mediocre head coach. I think he might be the most overrated head coach well, in recent well, history. We'll, we'll see. You have to grow into the head coaching spot. I think he'd be good for the team. You backtrack uh, all quickly. positive. Anyway, that's my you know that's my thing. And uh, on the Hopkins thing, Curtis, I keep hearing you say that um, as soon as Hopkins says that he doesn't want to come here. Patriots Bobos will say, well, we didn't want him anyways. Well, I'm telling you right now, I don't want the guy here ahead of time, and I've said it before. The guy, I, 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 first of all, his talent is on the back nine. He may be on the back four in terms of talent, hmm. but he's a malcontent. doesn't like the practice, and this team right now is not structured uh, where they can handle a poison pill on the team. So, and that's the main reason why I think Belichick would probably not want to take him. Um, it has nothing to do with the money. It has to everything do it. to do with the money. Dave. Certainly seems to no, be. Not, so why are they offering him a contract? The report right. is the contract is sitting on the table. He can take it anytime he wants. That doesn't sound like. Well, I don't know. Well, what, 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 is it a team-friendly contract? Probably. Well, you just thought the money do. was irrelevant. Yeah. Well, no, if it's a team-friendly contract. We're, but he's still a malcontent. Wait, 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 Danny, Danny, Danny. You just said it's not about the money. You don't want him here. Right. Andy says the Patriots okay, okay, have a... Let me, Danny, let me, Danny, let me Danny, no, no, Danny, we're having a conversation. My turn. Right. You said that they they shouldn't want him. He's a, quote, poison malcontent. Yep. Andy says they have a contract on the table, and now all of a sudden you say, well, if it's team-friendly, you want him. That is already no. ruining your argument, my friend. Oh, no. Team-friendly means, just like the Randy Moss... Uh, and, and it's a completely set of cir- different circumstances with Randy Moss. The Patriots had all the leverage in Super Bowls and Tom Brady to allow a guy like Moss to come in and try to revitalize his career, and if they didn't like his antics, if he ever acted up, they could cut him. And the mistake the Patriots made, like Tampa Bay, with uh, Antonio Brown, was bringing him back for a second year. Okay, this I is year one, Danny. That. Danny, only one year is all we're talking about. It will not impact the cap oh, going I forward. I understand that. I was only just giving an example because a lot of people. Well, but it doesn't, to but the Randy Moss doesn't fit at all to Randy Moss at all. It doesn't fit at all okay. to Randy Moss. If, if, we're if talking it, about no, Danny. It has nothing to do with Randy Moss. Who they traded for? This is a free agent. We're talking about a one-year I, I, deal. It's but, only money. Why wouldn't you do it? Because he's a cancer, and that's a that's a fine answer. If, no, if it, it doesn't, doesn't depend on the contract. It's one the year, Danny. You always want me to answer. You. Let me answer the question. Jerk. 
It's one oh, year. It is a one-year contract. Wait, wait, did you call me a jerk? No. no. It's a okay. soundbite from past WEEI. God, okay. don't be so I don't care. sensitive. If it was God. you, I'll, I'll come over there right now. We'll see it eye to eye, brother. Okay? Oh, wow. Wait, are you short, too? Because you're a freaking hard sometimes. You're a dink on the All the time. Sometimes, all the time. And so I, are you. It's about, it's about time somebody said that to you. Okay? People say it to me all the time. I can accept it. Good. Just like they say you're a blowhard Good. who doesn't listen. I accept it, too. Okay? I can be a dink, too. You want Thank to you. dink the dink? Fine. I can love no, you. No, I don't okay? like swapping dinks with other dudes. Uh, okay. Take it. Okay. So, Hopkins, go back to him. If it's this team can't handle a guy who doesn't want to practice, he cannot. They cannot afford a what? guy like this. How? On their Why? Team. I thought Bill Belichick was this brilliant guy who could handle no, everything. No, don't be a wise guy. That's I, I'm, I'm telling not you being right a now. wise guy. I'm telling you how yeah, I feel that you have portrayed Belichick in a light. That why couldn't he handle a guy that didn't want to practice? It's not about handling. It's about the rest of the team. You okay? just said this team can't handle it. I just said why can't they, Bill Belichick they, handle it? Culturally, you're not structured where they can handle the malcontent. Why? That's the problem. Why? And I don't want the guy. He's, he's not. You're not even that talented. Danny, I'm asking you a question. Uh, we heard you, Danny. Year. Danny, I'm asking you why can't this team handle it? Did why? you say he had a lousy year? He he was on the he's on the back four. Back but did he have a lousy quit, year? Quit I believe he led the NFL Arizona. in receptions he, in the games he played. Andy, stats are for losers, Andy. Oh that's my your God. mantra. Well, that's you're what you're. No, 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 no. That's your coach's you mantra go, until your coach changed it and talked about the stats of his loser team. Holy Moses! Any, any discussion at all, at all, when it when it when it goes against your argument? No, it's nothing. No, the problem is you just said he didn't have a good year last year, and I believe he led the NFL in receptions in the game he played. And then you say and stats then, are for okay, losers, which is a oh, Bill Belichick line that, one, that Bill Belichick stopped lo- stopped using five years ago when he stopped winning, and now he says. Well, I mean, J.J. Watt, uh, Cam Newton threw for 300 yards, and we lost. Uh, this and that. Oh, our defense ranked pretty well last year. Uh, all Bill has dead is promoted you, don't even, you can't even tell me what the contract on the table is. No, I can't, but it's on the table. Okay. So it's not being a malcontent that's keeping don't, him don't from don't the Patriots. Me. It's money. Because you don't even know. You don't, you don't know what the exactly. contract is. You changed your argument four times in one four-minute no, call. I, you I, did. I rephrased, my, I rephrased it. I thought you liked that. I thought people. I thought you liked people that evolve in their opinions as the discussion goes so, along. So, do you want DeAndre Hopkins or do you no, not want him? Because he started. At all. Okay. At all. So not on a team at friendly all. deal. Because in the middle the of the call, the you team, wanted him on a team friendly deal. Right. You did say you would want him on a team friendly deal. I don't. I don't. Okay. If it, <laughs> if it's a deal, if they must bring him in here, if they must bring him here. The but I thought a contract wasn't the issue. Oh, my God, Go Danny. Danny, here, can I ask you a question? And I mean this, I'm asking with an honest desire to hear your res- response. Why yes. can't this roster that Bill Belichick has put together, why is the culture so poor it can't handle a player that doesn't want to practice? It's not poor. It's just they, they're a bunch of young kids. that, that The team is in the rebuilding mode. That they, they don't have the leverage anymore to be able to withstand uh, 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 an add-on like a well, Darrell Revis. It's not Revis. leverage. Well, leverage is, and they're not young. You want you want them to just go out and pluck these free agents. If the team is not near winning a Super Bowl, he has to go to a so team where one try to win? away from winning a Super Bowl. That's the only way. That's the only team he would, in my opinion, that he would fit on. They're not there yet. But my question, Danny, yet. is simple: they're, they're Why right? can't why why four years removed from the divorce? Why is this roster the way it is right now? With Bill Belichick creating the roster, it's a separate issue. I, I, I'm just I asking the, the question. The I'm not asking if it's a separate issue. I'm asking your opinion on the question I just asked. They're four years removed. 
so you're saying they're behind? They're behind. Where, where do you think they should be? It's Curtis? so hard for you to answer questions, Danny. I don't get it. I'm, I'm trying you to get You have everything to say except where? for the simplest request for a, for a comment. Where do you think? Uh, we they're, they're behind in the rebuilding. I'll agree with that, Curtis. They're behind. Why? Okay. What Maybe has happened? Maybe by one year they're behind. What, so you think after this season they're contending for a championship? I think this season they're going to get 10. Yes, Whoa. I do. I think they're going to make the playoffs this year. They'll probably win a, one playoff game. You guys, you okay. guys are just going down the roster and how, how talented some of the players were. All right. Thank you, Danny. We'll take that. We'll note it. That, that, is, I, that was a wow. Was that a merry-go-round? This is what happens, by the way, with Andy when you have someone that doesn't stupidly agree with everything Danny says the way Ken does, which means you never get any part of a conversation. Andy partook in the conversation, asked follow-up questions, and we got Danny off his spot a bit. It was fun. No, nothing personal, Danny. Nobody here takes things personally. No. I hope you don't. You're it's a dink. A, I'm a dink. We're all hardos. It's fine. Just a talk show. Nobody wants to punch anybody in the nope. face. Nope. Just curious because it's so hard for him to accept the reality that we all, I think you have accepted. I don't know where you stood at the beginning, but, you know, the last three years have proven Tom and Bill beyond any reasonable doubt from my perspective. Ah, that's a little bit off. I'm not going down. I was actually thinking of that coming in. Oh, okay. You know the old quote from um, the old Orioles manager, like, everybody wins 50 games and loses 50 I games. and the whole From the Belichick argument, the way I was thinking about it, like, it's 100% the value of the dynasty or whatever the contributions. You give automatically Brady and Belichick 40 and 40, right? So we're up to 80%. Really, you're just talking about how you split the final 20%, right? So you might give it 60-40 Brady. He gets that final 20% share. He carried the dynasty. I would not do that. I'm above 50-50. I think I used to swing 55-45 Belichick. I think that's come down. Because the one thing no one's ever been able to explain to me is, how do you remove the developmental influence of Belichick from Brady because and know what Brady would have been? Because you've never seen him develop anything anywhere near it. But do you believe he would have been as great? He got nothing above and beyond his own natural evolution from Belichick. I even though he he credits Belichick. I, of course. And no, I, I'm not saying he he's a smart guy. He's not going to say... I could have done it myself without that a-hole for 20 years. I, I look at what Brady withstood at Michigan mm -hmm. and what he did there and saw the Orange Bowl comeback, two touchdowns down twice to Alabama. I saw a guy that who cried when he got drafted. galvanized his team, was a captain of Michigan who withstood the Henson nonsense. And I don't know what he would have been, but for me, it's very simple. Bill has had a decade to prove himself in other dynamics without Tom Brady. Mm -hmm. Bill's entire tree has had opportunities to take the system that they learned under Bill and use it to develop other players. Never even caught a whiff. Never even come close. So whatever the percentage is, is not as interesting to me. It's just so clearly Tom over Bill. <laughs> because it, it is. Because you can't give me a single argument where you provide me that Bill Belichick could have done this Without Tom Brady. No, no, no. But the argument is, could Tom Brady have done it without Bill? We know Brady's greatness. He did it in college. Would he have, you know, that, that famous uh, ride to the, the trope MVP ceremony after Super Bowl 36? Like, now it begins, you know. Now we decide how what we're going to be, what you're going to be. Like, that mentality, I don't know if Brady has that. Because there was some, there was a lot of us, I'll say me, just me, think Brady turned into a diva QB. At a, like the three quarter mark of his Patriot tenure, maybe just past the halfway point, 
Does he turn into a diva QB in 2001 and focus too much on golfing with Donald Trump and going to Miss America? Or does Bill at somewhere in there help um, facilitate the, the one that Brewski brings up? No one's ever done it three times in a row. Like that hunger. Did Bill help to grow that? And I don't know the answer. I would say Bill became far more of a diva far sooner than Brady did. If we're going to talk about people changing and turning into people that think that they can walk on water, I mean, Bill Belichick, six rings, did the whole, you know, I mean, how many, a guy that doesn't want anybody to have any individual things, how many NFL Network documentaries has he had approved about him and Bill Parcells, the two Bills, him and Nick Saban, the 2009 I don't believe he's ever done his own about himself. Those are all he just a lot says about he has, him. Oh, he has full control. Don't don't wait, let, wait, let wait. me pretend. So he'd be cool. Brady actually financed his own. Well, right, but I'm talking to he you He decided, about- I'm going to do the story of me as told by me. Right. And with a little Alex mixed in for promotional measure. Right. After he was the quarterback for five Super Bowl championship teams, yeah. he did that. I'm talking about Bill Belichick. Well, he went told- diva before then, I think. But, but, I think it was at the three Super Bowls. Bill Belichick's been a diva before he won a game. The way he treats people. Diva, in another word that begins with a D, is a little different. What? But they both use. They don't treat you the same way. He, he, there is no question that Bill is is weird and treats people questionably. Who, but the self promotion of Belichick, I think, didn't happen until the recent years. Oh, it's funny because when Bill stopped when, winning, when he started David talking Hablersham's, about his winning. When was the David Hablesham book, The Education of a Coach? When was Patriot Reign? Those uh, were Patriot in the early two thousands. That was a good one. You're right there with that. I mean, come on. He had Holly do it for him. I mean, my goodness, but. The fact that they worked together, maybe you could argue, maybe Brady reigned in Bill. I don't know. But I'm still just a believer that, and and you also have to acknowledge the Bill thing that he, and I don't know how much of this is like fun history and not, but when he said in 2000, Tom Brady was the leader of that rookie class, you could just see the special leadership, Bill. Like when he was running rookie camp and whatever, he was a special level leader taking control of that class. I don't know if others see that as much as Bill does. Others may say, yeah, he was a leader, but dude doesn't throw the ball that hard. Here's where I will grant He's chubby. you this. What I will tell you is the greatest coaching decision of my lifetime. I was born in 84. I first, I, I used like the Brunanski catch in right field as like the first local sports memory. <laughs> Went to Bubbling Brook after. Um The decision that Bill Belichick made in the shortened, abbreviated week between the AFC Championship in Pittsburgh and the Super Bowl 36 in New Orleans, that Tuesday or Wednesday in the suite of the hotel in New Orleans, where he brought in Drew and Tom and said, Tom's our starter. I think he's one of a million that would have made that decision in that spot. I think the roster, the veterans, I've heard Wiggy talk about it. They were behind Drew. Mm -hmm. He was healthy. What a great story. He comes back. They win the AFC Championship. Even though people think of that AFC Championship game, Drew sucked outside of that one touchdown pass. Chucking passes over his back shoulder. Mm-hmm. He was classic, bad blood. So, But I give Bill Belichick an immense amount of credit. And Bill hated the Drews of the world, the people that had all the talent, had all the money, had all the fame, but didn't earn it. So in that way, it was serendipitous that those two met at that period of time in history yeah. where Bill needed a guy. They were 0-2. Five and thirteen. We all know the situation. It was the perfect melding of a guy that just wanted a player who cared about the things that mattered, and Tom wanted right. a coach that just cared about those things. 
in that case, you cannot make an argument. What Bill Belichick did there changed the future of Boston sports. Right. So, so you're giving Bill credit. I, of course. Okay. I, I'll never rem- remove credit. Well, you've entirely. made it black and white, Brady, not Bill. Because we've clearly seen enough evidence of what Bill Belichick is as a coach when he doesn't have the greatest player in the most important position, right. either good, on defense. Though. He's a solid coach. Right. Or, I don't know if good, whatever the word you want to use is, solid, mediocre, average. He's not a boob. No. He's made one boob decision last year. Well, you can make the decision that when the guy left and wins the Super Bowl, that you made a bad decision in not giving him what he needed. But, but that's not really the coach. That's a different argument. That's I'm fair. talking about the guy who leads a team to the field every Sunday, even though last year we can we talked about it earlier. It was right. a poorly coached football team last year. Right. And Bill Belichick was the leader of that coaching staff. So you can't remove that. But you also can't remove that beyond just Brady he did a lot of smart coaching oh, things over absolutely. the years. And the way that Bill Belichick was able to understand the cap when it actually mattered in the early mm-hmm. 2000s, I mean, the Vrabels, I mean, talk about unbelievable roster building that yeah. he did back then. Absolutely. Okay, so it isn't just 100% Brady, 0%. No, but okay. I just I find that to be more fun to argue. Than, I know, because like, you set percentage. people off. Right, I love that. Because well, yes, because I agree it's kind of boring if you take the 55, objective. 45. It's 55-45 Brady. Right. Okay, well... Yeah, you're probably right. Let's move on. I got to tell you, if I'm Tom, I want it to be 100. And I think Bill's probably the same way. If you're as competitive as these guys are, they are the most... Like, I think about Wiggy did pickleball, right? The the people that reach professional sports have just a different... There's just a a thing in them that clicks. Growing up in Dover, Sherburne, right? Not exactly an athletic, you know, bastion. There was one kid, Pat Bresnahan, who was a year younger than me, who was a great pitcher. He was better than everybody, everywhere, no matter what. He went to Arizona State, got played in the big leagues for a bit. Like, you knew from the word go. Right. That guy was different. And that's the way it is. And so to have that not only be the guy that, you know, breaks into the big leagues, the best coach and the best quarterback in the most profitable sports league in the United States of America, their level of grievance taking that fuels them in the, like, the, it's just I can't even fathom and understand that level where they would be. But no matter what they say, they each want it to be them. We had Charlie Weiss on in Atlanta before Super Bowl Fifty Three, and he said to us, "We asked because it was you know all the rage, the Brady future." And he said, "If you ask Robert Kraft, who's the reason they win, he'll tell you it's him. If you ask Tom Brady, he'll tell you it's him. And if you ask Bill Belichick, he'll tell you it's him. And they right. all believe it to be true because they're alpha, elite, whatever, accomplished people." Right. Now, the one th- and I'm very proud of you for admitting that it isn't black and white. It oh, isn't. no. But I actually think on your side, the reality is the breakup has been essentially 100%. It, Bill's been bad for three years. Bad. Bad decisions, bad record, hasn't won a playoff game. Like, however you want to measure it, he's lost the breakup. Right. So you can't say that he was a non-factor in the dynasty, but he certainly has lost the breakup that's and, and that's what sets zero. that like the danny call but danny says this year's the year that changes that but but danny was wrong you know if ken was wrong the people that you know i remember rooting for the bucks people laughing at me brady misses bill all that nonsense and it's just oh it's been so much fun to be on the right side of history for once but what the issue is is that the the breakup was so bad and it never what I find to be most fascinating about this, just the psychological component of it, a little bit of hubris, and we never know how much of it was Tom versus Bill. If Bill subjugates his ego 
three years ago and does whatever it was, kisses and, you know, whatever Tom was looking for, a public I love you, more support, I don't know, and I'm not saying Tom wasn't a diva. I'm sure he was. It'd be pretty hard to have six Super Bowls and be married to a supermodel and not have a little bit of an ego. Whatever Bill didn't do is what precludes us from looking at them as the same or as an entity and not separate. In other words, if Bill had just said, okay, Tom, here's what it is. Right. I love you. You're the greatest. I, I'm grateful for you. We never know how much of it was Tom and versus right. Bill. Bill that, gave us the answer. Exactly. But the, the thing that I always say, for our purposes, for what we're doing right now, whether we're on the radio or whether we're in a bar in Southie. Right. They gave us this discussion because if they stay together, I think they peter out in mediocrity together. Because I don't think they would have been a good team. I don't think either got. I don't think they're going to a Super Bowl. I they probably win one more game a year, maybe make the playoffs, maybe put up more of a fight in the first playoff game. But we had black and white. Yeah, we had Brady leaves title immediately. Greatness continues. Wow, wow, Bill, what are you doing with Cam? What are you doing with Mac? What the hell's going on? It gave us the greatest um, barroom discussion. Yes. It's almost like a series that you started writing, you know, all these series, and they write them really well the first year, and then they realize, wow, this is a hit. How do I turn this into eight seasons? I got to slow things down, stop killing people, stop having wow moments. (laughs) Ted Lasso. They they lived it forever, and then they gave us a really interesting ending that maybe wasn't the original ending that everybody had scripted. You know what? That's a really good point, because... Not only, I think the Patriots being 9-8 and eight last year, or 8-9 and nine last year. Look at you. Even you do it. You give them credit for a win they didn't have. <laughs> With, uh, who the hell, uh, mediocre, Marvin Lewis, maybe their six wins last year. Maybe or five wins, right? Bill's three wins different from the yep. mediocre coaching, or whatever, average. If they have Tom and Bill, it's an even slower demise, right? So maybe you're twelve and four in Tom's last year, then you're eleven and five. It's it's the rever- it's the same thing with Pete Carroll, but you started a worse record, right? Right. So you're eleven and five, nine and seven, ten and seven, nine and eight, and you're sort of good enough to be in contention. Get Bill and Tom to the playoffs. You never know what can happen. Whereas now you've had a much more precipitous decline that has proved the answer for all of us in a negative way, more entertaining. Absolutely. All right. Well, your thoughts on all this. I could talk about Tom and Bill all day, as you guys know. 617-779-7937. It's Ken and Curtis without Ken. From the Rubenstein Law Studios, 1-800-BOS-LEGAL. This is WEEI, New England's sports original. We're back. Ken and Curtis on WEEI. Download the Odyssey app and listen on demand anytime. All right, Ken and Curtis, Ken Laird off today, off with his family, much-deserved vacation, and uh, the great Andy Hart in his stead. Uh, this text, we see you guys, 617-779-7937. You can text the show at 7937. Andy Hart socks from the 413. Andy Hart's a boob. That guy. We got to, I mean, what he a, texts every show. What a bizarre life to text in that you don't like someone every day. Every time. You ever see, I've talked about this in the morning show. Uh, I love Ricky Gervais. I love The Office. He's just a brilliant guy. He has the best stand-up on what I just discussed. You remember growing up, or when you had younger kids, you'd go into the local store where you live, right? The little market. There'd be drum lessons, you know, or 
dog walk, whatever. Mm-hmm. It'd be, you know, a bunch of things where you could pull off and get the number and call yeah. and use a service. The world today would walk into that store, grab that number, and call and say, I don't want drum lessons and hang up. <laughs> right. Like, think of the absurdity of yeah, that. Yeah, it's nuts. But that's the world we live in. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. It's like going to a restaurant you don't like to keep going back to tell them you don't like them. It's or just, just stop going. Right. Why would you tell someone you don't want their service instead of just going past the door? It's a different world. Anyway. I mean, Twitter is built upon complaining about stuff. Right. Well, honestly, social media is the demise of our empire as a society. But I would argue the phone is in general. Um... The smartphone. Let me let me rephrase that. Okay. The smartphone. Because the Bell family would beg to Even differ. the cell phone, I think, is a good advancement. When it became a smartphone and you could do everything and interact and everything, like, to me, that was the beginning of the end. Yeah. We had I, co- wasn't that Dan Brown's book? Uh, maybe. Wasn't his latest book about, like, technology and AI and eventually it's just going to be the ruination of mankind? You know what I tell the next generation? There was nothing better than a good debate. About an event, not a topic, not like Brady versus Bill. But, you know, I always use this. When I was in college, my roommate said randomly one drunken night that the Red Sox don't play on Wednesdays. And it was the dumbest thing I'd ever heard, and I'm screaming at him. But in the moment, in the veterans cab on our way back from Boston, back to our dorm at BC, there was no way to quickly look it up. Right. So we just screamed at each other. And now... And you could be opinionated and adamant and wrong. And wrong for a much longer period of time, which was fun. Right. Now that's ruined by the cell phone. Because right. you can look it up and be like, Wednesday, May 2nd, right. and Wednesday, May 9th. Payout's on the bump, and they're going to, you know, it's, it's also over. a terrible argument. Right. I mean, it isn't historically... Thing. It's just the dumbest thing Thursday I've ever Thursday is the day that might be off because you have a Friday, Saturday, Sunday weekend series. Uh, I can't tell It'd you... It'd be Thursday or Monday. Yeah. You guys are all... That was the wrongest of the wrong. Let me tell you, John Genest, wrong again. I don't know where he is today, but my Lord, I remember that like it was yesterday. Good for him, though, for having some conviction. Right. Oh, man. Nothing better than a good argument, especially, which is why I like to argue Brady, because no matter what the argument is, I win. But um, 508 Texter, let's be honest, we'll never really know about Bill versus Tom because Bill had to trade away Garoppolo. He might have won a Super Bowl with Garoppolo. Every single day... That Bill Belichick is breathing the fresh air of our lovely New England area. He should send a bouquet of flowers to Tom Brady because he forced him to trade that piece of glass out of town. Could you imagine Jimmy G replaces Tom in 2018? Tom goes to three more, two more Super Bowls, wins two more Super Bowls, and Jimmy G is now a free agent and nobody in the NFL even wants him? I mean, that decision saved Belichick didn't hurt him in any way. What if he got three first-round picks for Brady and turned those into elite superstar players or maybe even a quarterback? You mean like the elite players that Jimmy G had in Debo Samuel that he overthrew in the Super Bowl with the team with a great defense? And I'm a Jimmy G fan. I can accept his limitations. Right. Ken was wrong. God, another thing Ken was wrong about. But the beauty of that is he's one throw away from shutting everybody up. Right. And it's it's a little bit like the Randy Moss is a dog and you'll never win with a player like Randy Moss who was two minutes and how many seconds away from winning the greatest season for the greatest football team of all time. And about a centimeter away from the biggest catch in the history of sports if they complete that rollout. Why did they not do a rollout earlier in that game? Why did they wait for the final last dash gasp throw? Uh, Anyway, But the beauty of this is in the scoreboard world of sports, Jimmy Garoppolo is not a Super Bowl champion. He did not hit that throw. He did not validate himself and Belichick and everybody else. Right. He's a... 
guy who gets hurt and comes up short even in big games. Right, and David Tyree. We think about another throw. Did you see Twitter tweeted out Super Bowl 51 the other day? And then deleted it. Why? I have no idea. Um, that throw and catch to Julio Jones is the greatest. It is better than Manningham. It's better oh, than way Tyree. better because it's intentional. Like, there's no, like, I truly believe Matt Ryan says, I'm going to hit you. And Julio Jones says, I'm going to catch. Like, there was no luck to it. There was no. And it was great coverage. Everything. You couldn't be any. That was one of those where a coach says, tip your cap. They get paid to whatever. I mean, and then after that, they gagged that. I mean, oh, my God. Anyway. Yeah, you could argue one of the greatest catches in Super Bowl history jump-started one of the greatest gag jobs in Super Bowl history. It goes down with White's putback after the Marcus (laughs) Smart miss in Game 6. We're never going to talk about it again because they lost the series. Yep. It's why they play the games. Andrew in the car. Good morning. Good morning. I have some animus against Robert Kraft being included in your discussion into a threesome. One, Robert Kraft did not defend his quarterback in, uh, in Deflategate to keep Brady as his quarterback and could have won another Super Bowl until Brady wanted to retire. And then the last one is... Kraft never never recognized when other people did was that as great a coach as Belichick was, he was not an exceptional general manager. All right. Well, first of all, Andrew, uh, we're up against it, so we had to run there. But the the three people I, I cited was because of a quote from Charlie Weiss to the morning show DEI before Super Bowl 53. It was not my opinion or Andy's opinion. It was just that basically setting the foundation that all these people in these roles – that attain and reach the levels of success that they did believed, according to Charlie Weiss, that they were the reasons why. And uh, the other point about Belichick, the GM, everybody likes to do the Belichick GM versus Belichick coach argument and who's screwing the other at various, blah, 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 blah. I actually think one of the great, I think Bill was a great general manager for the first part of the dynasty. Totally. And then... I think the wheels fell off, and that's where I think Brady kicked in and the shares kind of changed. I thought Bill was, for the early part of the 2000s, if he drafted a guy in the first round, he was essentially a, a pro bowler, borderline Hall of Famer, and then the wheels fell off. I mean, but, early on, you look at Deion Branch in the second round. You look at David Givens in the seventh round. Oh, my God. You look but at just Brable look at the first free... picks. Like, you take Seymour. You have to hit that pick. Hall of Famer. You can't miss that. He didn't miss that. He was the foundation of the defense. He's a Hall of Famer. And then you look at the deals that we're talking about. Vince Wilfork. Oh, everybody. But then you look at the deals we're talking about now, like Hopkins, would it work? Is he a cancer? Like, he took in Corey Dillon, home run. Set the record for rushing for the franchise, right? Part of a Super Bowl championship. You bring in Randy Moss, sets the record for touchdown passes, should have helped you bad the greatest football team in the history of right. sports. Second round pick for Wes Welker. In like all division. of that. He nailed the hell out of that oh, totally. seven, eight, nine year span. Even up to what was it, the thirteen or fourteen draft with Dante and Hightower and Chandler Jones in the first round? Then it nosedived. Then it just kind of off the map. So he was once a great general manager, and then the wheels fell off. Right. All Unless right. you want to give that to Pioli or somebody else, I guess that's a debate we could have. Yeah, but then again, Pioli failed in Kansas City. and So what he now? Right. Uh, but he's great on the NFL Network. I enjoy him. Uh, 617-779-7937. Whatever you want to talk about, the Pats, their future, Brady, Belichick, the Red Sox, Otani, it's all on the table. Join Andy Hart and myself on Ken and Curtis without Ken Laird. Being included in your discussion into a threesome. <laughs> original. Original. W-E-E-I. W-E-E-I. New England Sports Original. Baseball is back. 
and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.